This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the first day of April 2021. Fed cattle traded 2 to $3 higher compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis were primarily 117 to 118 while dress prices were not well established. The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $117.85 live, up $2.31 compared to last week, and $185 dressed, up $0.13 cents from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $112.07 live and $178.78 dressed. Fed cattle trade was slower to develop than expected this week with Easter on the horizon. Cattle feeders are slowly gaining leverage and packers once again have several extra dollars to play with as beef prices increase. This does not mean packers will go down without a fight, but Fed cattle prices will continue to creep higher the next several weeks. Live cattle futures are pricing the June contract at nearly $2.50 premium to April and August at $1.50 premium. If this price pattern were no if this price pattern were to materialize, it would be a contra-seasonal price movement for finished cattle. Market participants should keep a close eye on the futures market as the uncertainty in the market could cause prices to shift abruptly. At midday Thursday, the choice cutout was $249.63, up $2.51 from Wednesday and up $11.23 from a week ago. The select cutout was $244.73, up $6.60 from Wednesday and up $15.64 from last week. The choice select spread was $4.90 compared to $9.31 a week ago. It was mentioned last week that the composite choice box beef price could test the $250 mark this spring. It is beginning to look like that may have been undershooting the market in that the daily price has nearly reached that mark. The rib and loin prime will contain the cuts that will carry the cut out the next few months, and they are beginning to gain momentum. However, the brisket and short plate primal are also gaining steam and could provide price support for early spring grilling. The two drivers of higher beef prices are likely restaurants increasing dining capacity and consumers continuing to use discretionary spending on their eating experience since many do not feel comfortable traveling yet. How these factors change as an increasing number of Americans get a coronavirus vaccine will be determined in coming months. Another boost to the beef market will be the return of fans to baseball stadiums. Stadiums may not be filled to capacity, but those who are there will likely be eating hamburgers and beef hot dogs. Based on Tennessee weekly auction market data, steer prices were steady to $5 higher compared to last week, while heifer prices were steady to $7 higher compared to a week ago. Slaughter cow prices were steady to $3 higher, while bull prices were steady to $2 higher compared to the previous week. The gains in the cash market have clearly been in the lighter weight cattle. The price for lightweight cattle should be nearing its spring peak. There is certainly room for prices to push higher the next three to four weeks, but the momentum is expected to slow, and prices will turn the other direction as summer nears. The yearling cattle market has started to creep higher with the advent of a strengthening futures market. Summer and fall feeder cattle futures contracts made about $8 gains in March before being slowed by the March USDA planning intentions and grain stocks reports. Those reports sent corn and soybean prices up the limit on Wednesday and a much more muted reaction on Thursday. The volatility the reports have brought to the grain markets have added volatility to the feeder cattle market. It is very difficult to explain how the expectation of feeder cattle prices can increase when the expectation of feed prices is also increasing. The only logical explanation where both can occur is an extremely strong demand for beef. Otherwise, the explanation has to be that those in the cattle business expect corn and soybean prices to moderate. This is very likely in that the prices being projected for corn and soybeans should pull more acres into production, and an increase in acreage should result in increased total production and thus lower prices. At this point, this is all speculation. What is known today is that some extremely favorable prices for selling corn, soybeans, and feeder cattle can be captured today by using the futures market or forward contracting. The alternative to capturing these prices is doing nothing and simply crossing days off the calendar. 
If a person is supposed to learn from their mistakes, why do some people have more than one child? I apologize for the corny joke. I do not agree with the joke, but it does catch a person's attention. The point is, why do cattle producers continue to fall victim to the same mistakes year after year? This question can hold for many aspects of the business, but I'm making this statement from a marketing standpoint. Many cattle producers continue to fall victim to the cash feeder cattle and live cattle market because of lack of understanding, fear, or greed. There have been several opportunities to hedge a good price for summer and fall marketing of cattle, but many producers have done little to nothing to secure that price and value. An uneducated person should begin reading and asking questions. A person fearful of prices going higher and not capturing that value should consider the probability that the market could go the other direction. For the greedy, bulls make money, bears make money, and pigs get slaughtered. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, April 1st.